to the Joy Revolution podcast, where we are going to have deep chats about motherhood that will give you the insights, perspective shifts, and actionable tools to find ease in your day-to-day life so that you can gain back the energy and vitality you're missing and use it to create space for more joy. I'm Elizabeth Wallace, and I am here not to make motherhood easy. It's not but I am here to help you create more ease in your day-to-day life so you can close the gap between trying to match your experience of motherhood to a picture that looks good on paper or on Instagram and an experience of being a mom where your daily life feels good to you on your insides. Let's dig in. All right, welcome back to episode two of The Joy Revolution. I am so freaking excited to talk to you today about one of my pretty much, or maybe my favorite topic ever, emotions. So one thing is true. (laughs) You can't rely on external systems to make motherhood easy. Unfortunately, our social systems are not made to support mothers or families, but especially mothers. And it sucks. Like, don't even get me started. I was so naive to this before I became a mother. And while it sucks and it can make you feel super helpless, here's what you can do. You can learn how to use your internal systems, your nervous system, the way you think, your emotions, your body, all to your benefit to help you out in a way that external systems could never help you out. We're going to cover all of these across the podcast, but I want to focus on one of the most misunderstood internal systems we have, our emotions. I want you to think about how you think about your emotions right now. Like what connotations do you have about feeling big emotions? I want you to actually think about that. How were emotions treated in your house growing up? How do you feel around other people who are experiencing big emotions? Or when your kids experience big emotions? What do you think to yourself when you are experiencing big emotions? If you are anything like most of us... (laughs) Emotions and emotional intelligence have historically been kind of the ugly duckling as compared to intellectual intelligence. Think about it. From day one in school, we were taught to stuff things into our brains and were graded on our intellect or our ability to cram for a test, but you know, (laughs) neither here nor there. We were not schooled in emotional intelligence, including how to recognize, process, use, or move through our emotions. And yeah, our kids are more getting a little bit more of that education, but we didn't. And not only that, but emotions have historically been seen as a liability. Think about it. Oh, she's so emotional. Or don't be so emotional, you're being a baby. Or one of my favorites, women are too emotional to be president. (laughs) Like that. 
right? It's deemed unprofessional if emotions come up at work. We get scared of showing big emotions like anger or frustration to our partner. We dread when other people show us big emotions because it makes us uncomfortable that they're uncomfortable. Do you see where I'm going with this? Like, Basically, one of my core beliefs is that we are all running around with our hands over our ears trying to avoid big emotions in ourselves and others. Emotional discomfort is at the root of people-pleasing, having a hard time saying no, or struggling to ask for what you need. And I truly believe that if we all just stopped and learned more about what our emotions are actually here to do, and mastered how to use them, process them, and release them, we would live in a more honest, open, and just world. I know it sounds lofty, but I believe that in my bones. The first step, though, is being able to take our hands off our ears when it comes to emotions. And the way to do that is to realize that they are here to help us. At their core, emotions are information. I'm going to say it again. Emotions are information. Right? They are simply sensations that we've labeled with common language. Like that feeling of tightness in your chest when your baby starts coughing in the middle of the night, right? We've just decided, agreed, and labeled that that sensation, or however it manifests for you, is anxiety. So that we can have a common language around these signals. And it's crazy to me that we hate on emotions because we made them. (laughs) We slapped language on these feelings. And as our society grew to draw more and more attention to the brain and lost connection to the importance of the body, which is something that's changing again now, thankfully, we lost sight of this essential means of communication from you to you. Emotions are the brain-body connection. They are felt by your body and recognized or ignored by your brain. Now, how to bring them back into your life in a useful way? Well, I'd start by reframing what they actually are. I like to call emotions feeling flags or sensation signals. As you can tell, I like alliteration. (laughs) And I call them that because they act just like that. Emotions are your body's way of asking your brain to pay attention to something. That is it. And I know both from personal experience through my friends, through my clients, and just the motherhood ethos that we so often aren't getting what we need. And that makes sense if we are not getting curious about our emotions. And so in order to get what we need, we need to first be able to recognize what it is that we need. And that starts with being able to read our sensations and emotions. Like, What if we stop villainizing or worrying about the emotions we feel? Which is kind of funny to think about, worrying about the feelings. But, you know, what if instead you started getting curious about what they might be telling you? You are a full human being and you are supposed to feel the full spectrum of emotions. Do not let anyone tell you otherwise. 
And as a mom, you best believe that recognizing them or not, you're feeling a lot of feelings. And that does not mean anything bad about you as a person or as a mom. It doesn't mean you're incapable. Actually, it speaks to how incredible you are and how much potential you have. Because the more information you have, the more you can do to make your life and by extension your kids' lives better. You will gain so much insight into what's really going on with you, which then means you don't have to keep feeling crazy for not knowing what you want, but needing something to change, (laughs) right? We've all had that conversation in our heads or with our partners and they're like, well, what do you need? And you're like, I don't know. So here are some questions you can ask yourself to start using your emotions to your benefit. One, what is the sensation that I'm feeling in my body right now? Two, what emotion is connected to that feeling? Right? What do I label that as? How do I know that that's what I'm feeling? Then three, what is it asking me to pay attention to? What is it asking me for? I could talk about emotions for like a hundred years, but this is honestly the most important step to shift from hating on your emotions to treating them like they're billboards pointing you to the most interesting destination. I'm going to end with a little story about my own realization of how important this work is, not just for us as moms, but for our kids as well. So in our house, and I have one human son and one (laughs) dog, (laughs) at at our house, one of our core beliefs is that all emotions are welcome. And as my son gets older, it's at the heart of how I parent. And he is, at the time of this recording, he is 16 months old and he's just started to get frustrated and has been having big reactions when we take things away that he wants. And when talking to my parents about it, I said it doesn't bother me when he has these big reactions because it's simply the way he currently knows how to express the feelings he's experiencing. And that these feelings themselves aren't bad. It's just that we've coined tantrums as bad behavior. But really, tantrums are just an attempt at communicating that there are feelings, sensations, and emotions present in that little developing body. And if we can get to the emotions, what we get is information. My dad commented on how differently emotions are treated in my house than how he and my mom raised me and how they both grew up. And I was like, yes, that's right. And that's on purpose. That's not a slight against how they raised me or how they were raised, but as an acknowledgement that learning to listen to and appreciate your emotions is a generational pattern interrupt. We are shifting from a world where emotions are shoved down, pushed aside, and considered a weakness to one that sees the insane value of listening to, understanding, and using your emotions to your benefit. That shift happens in individual households like yours right now. So you are allowed to feel your feelings. Pissed off? Valid. Hurt? Valid. Run down? Valid. Excited? Valid. There's this weird myth out there that you should feel differently than you do. And if you ask me, it has a lot to do with our society's obsession with being universally 
air quotes, good all the time. Are you pissed? Swallow it. Hurt? Hide it. Run down? Push through. Excited? Watch that it's not too much. Right? The things you feel are real for you. They are your own internal communication system. They are fact for you. So no one can say otherwise because they don't live in your body. So how the heck would they know? Right? So there's no need to keep trying to convince yourself otherwise. Right? Because you do live in your body. And ignoring or invalidating your emotions is like ignoring the elephant in the room. Emotional awareness, right? this step, and processing, which we're going to talk about a lot in future episodes, is insanely important if you want to get unstuck in your life. Otherwise, you are left trying to argue your way out of feeling, compartmentalizing, or just straight up ignoring what's going on inside you. So two kind of recap questions for you, right, is what feelings are present with me right now? What sensations? What are the emotions tied to that? What are these asking of me? And here's another one. Why does it actually make complete sense that I feel this way right now? Your experience of life is 100% legitimate. And your emotions are there to give you clarity, not make you cloudy. So, all this to say, welcome to the Big Feelings Club, where all emotions are allowed, the challenging ones, the joyous ones, because emotions aren't wimpy or scary or too much, they aren't bad. They are simply physical sensations. They're your body's signals telling you what you need or want. You are meant to be emotional. You are meant to have a lot of feelings. It's how you know you're living. And listening to them will help you live well. Thank you so much for listening. My hope is that with each of these podcasts, you will create a little bit more mental and emotional ease in your day-to-day life. Because those one-degree shifts, they add up. If you're looking for more, you can find me on my Instagram at ElizabethTheJoyCoach, or you can learn more about working with me personally at my website, www.ElizabethWallaceWellness.com. And don't forget to rate and review this podcast wherever you are listening to make it easier for other moms to join the joy revolution. 